0: and try again.
4: John Force, you know it's tough for you and I to get serious. It's real tough. I don't like it. Are you taking your glasses off? Let me, let me ask you this. In front of the Freak Nation on ESPN2, how many of those championships would you give up to go back and spend time in the house with your daughters?
5: That is probably the biggest thing that NHRA Drag Racing that made me a champion along with all the sponsors, Castrol and Ford. You know, it took me away from my family. If you're going to win, you got to win. you got to live it like anybody. But to win it 14 times, man, you give up everything. I mean, I wasn't there to teach her how to. That's why I'm so excited now. NHRA is giving them back. And I even the wife's starting to like me. She loves me. <laughs> she just don't like me. Oh, well,
4: Freak Nation, that's from 2007. John Force here in the Freak Nation. We recently celebrated our 23rd year of Speed Freaks in the Freak Radio Network. Now happy to be a part of MAV-TV. And that interview with John Forrest took place in Nashville, and it's probably sometime in January where it was minus three degrees. (laughs) Right now, it's probably 115 where we are in Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And uh, Statman, you may have trains and planes and automobiles and uh, thunderstorms that may kick you off the air. Frankly, where we are in Phoenix right now, it may be the heat that kicks us off the air. So if you want to see probably, speaking of trains, you want to see a train wreck sometime in the next two hours? <laughs> Keep it right here on Mav TV, Statman and Suave. As you notice, the crashers not even part pop- her camera. Her camera just burn up. So what is it called? Self combustion. What is it called, Suave?
5: Self combustion, yeah.
4: Yeah, just freaking blew up. <clears throat> Yeah, that's better. It just blowed up real good.
3: (laughs) She done blowed up the old NASCAR way. She done blowed up.
4: Uh, If you are listening to us on the Freak Radio Network, you can hear her. But uh, on the MAV-TV show, you cannot see her right now. But I digress. Coming up in the show, speaking of hot, man, Kenny Bernstein, six-time NHRA champion. He'll be joining us this hour. The significance of his interview, he hopped in a top fuel rail, Antron Brown's rail, on Friday afternoon, cranked that bad boy up and warmed it up prior to Antron Brown's first qualifying session, and it was fantastic to see the the king of speed back in the seat. He'll be joining us this hour. Also coming up in about 15 minutes, Matt Hagan, your NHRA Funny Car winner from the Mile High Nationals. Dude goes out and wins the pole, wins some side bets, and then wins the freaking race. So Matt Hagan will be joining us here in the Freak Nation his teammate, Leah Pruitt, will be here in the Freak Nation. And I want to go to Statman on this one. Statman's been our drifting guru for the last uh, many, many years. Statman, getting Odie in here is pretty legit after he goes out and wins the Formula D race in St. Louis last night at our good friend's track, Worldwide
6: Technology Raceway. Odie is, Odie is somewhat a guru in the Formula Drift world. He makes suspensions that have become important to all the fast guys that are in Formula Drift. He teaches classes. He has people come in to try to learn from him. Odie is the dude, and he is winning, and uh, I think he's uh, like fourth in points, something like that. Uh, but Odie's the dude, and we're lucky to get him.
4: Yeah, Odie Back Backish joining us here in the Freak Nation. Hopefully coming up at the top of the next hour, unless this stuff just blowed up like, <laughs> like ours here in these studios, Freak Nation.
3: Everything's blowing up or getting drowned out.
4: Yeah, everything's just melting away here on this planet. Be a part of this big old thing. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're there for you, man. It's Speed Freaks on Twitter. As you know, the NASCAR Cup race postponed, at least for now, until... Tomorrow, rain is just wreaking havoc in the Northeast. Watching highlights of Vermont. It's like I'm wa- watching nothing against other countries, but you see other countries and floods and the deluge of rain. Looking at what's happening in the Northeast and the water that they're getting yeah. up there, Statman, Suave, it's Statman, I'm going to steal another one of your words that you use. It's Jurassic watching the
6: amount of rain that's being dumped in the Northeast. Yeah, but there's no climate change. No climate change at all. Yeah.
4: Well, regardless of what you think of climate change, watching the freaking highlights of people sitting on their houses floating down rivers the size of oceans, man. And
3: this that was just Kentucky last year. Yeah. I mean, it's just same thing, different month. I mean, that's just what's happening. It's ridiculous. Yep.
4: So the NASCAR Cup race postponed until... Uh, tomorrow, allegedly. The IndyCar Series race got off in Toronto. No issue there. Christian Lundgaard uh, is your winner.
3: First time ever in the series.
4: Yeah, First time ever here in the in, in the series. And there's a comment that I, w- I want you to stick around for this Kenny Bernstein interview for numerous reasons. One is there's a comment that he makes about motorsports and IndyCar specifically about where we are in 2023. And from a or a retired driver's perspective: a guy that was synonymous with drag, ra- drag racing for decades, and his hold ap- on though. Okay.
3: Yes, he was synonymous with drag racing. He's a six-time champ and multitude of wins, sixty-nine himself. Or yeah, plus more from Brandon, his son, right. as a team owner. But Kenny Bernstein holds the distinction of being still to this day the only guy to win as an owner in NHRA. Right. NASCAR, and IndyCar. It's not like he's just talking about motorsports, other series right. in general. He's been a part of each and every series with his own blood, his own money, his own fingers. So he's talking from a place of, of authority.
4: Again, if you're hearing that voice on MAV TV or in all of our video social channels, that's the, uh, uh, the angel upstairs in uh, motorsports. <laughs> Sitting front row. She's literally upstairs. Crash Gladys, you do not see a video of her because her camera just done blowed up. So we're going to try and get that thing corrected by the time we get into the first break. Stat man, Kenny the Bud King, Kenny the King of Speed, Bernstein, coming up here in the Freak Nation. You look at his involvement in IndyCar and NASCAR and the respect that he has from point A to Z in motorsports. And he was always one of those guys, Stat, when we've had him in the Freak Nation, that he was... He was never behind the technology. He was always there with it, advancing, and even to a degree, to the aggravation of the NHRA from time to time, saying, guys, we got to get with this, we got to get with
6: that in promoting the NHRA. He was way out in front. The fact that he raced in three different series, had success in three different series, he was way out in front, and he was the first to 300 miles an hour in a top fuel car in drag racing. So he knows whereof he speaks and had a twenty plus year relationship with anheuser Bush. I mean that thirty total. He,
3: thirty yeah, years.
6: When he speaks, people listen or should listen and those who don't are the losers because of it. Kenny Bernstein is uh, is for real, is one of the dudes in drag race. And Again, we turn to our residential millennial,
4: Richard C. Suave, and it's probably only because he's been a part of this show for the last what 10 years or so, Richie, that you have any idea who this guy is, but you look at the, look at the significance, significance of what he played in drag racing. Come on, man. You've got to understand what Kenny Bernstein, the king of speed, means to motorsports
7: you know what's funny is is back in the day i used to watch a lot of espn a lot of sports center a lot of late night espn and a lot mm-hmm. of late night espn 2 espn classic and they did have a uh, drag racing at the time and once in a while kenny bernstein was the guy because <laughs> i remember i i was a dalen hart jr fan when i was a little bit younger too and he was a he was the budweiser guy right he, yep. he ran budweiser for many many years and so uh, there were several times where Budweiser would have Kenny Bernstein, Dale Earnhardt Jr. doing like the same promotional thing or whatever. Right. So I did know Kenny Bernstein from back in the day as a kid. Didn't really know what he meant to the sport at the time, but I didn't know the name and I did know the
4: sponsor. Yeah. So the significance of just getting him getting him in the seat. And I say this to him in the interview. I said, somebody hops in the front seat of my car. I want to beat their ass. Kenny Bernstein hops in my seat. I say, take the car and <laughs> <laughs> for the next th- three days I don't care And you'll see in this interview with Kenny Bernstein I'm sorry we keep talking so much about this But the significance of Kenny Bernstein And what he meant not just to drag racing guys But to, to NASCAR and to IndyCar he's, he's been involved in those things
3: He sat on the pole of the Indy 500 for crying out loud
4: Yeah uh, the, the significance of him sitting in Antron Brown's top fuel car Isn't lost on anybody that's followed the sport for the last 20, 30 years uh, with Kenny Bernstein here in the Freak Nation. Uh, speaking of Matt Hagen, Matt Hagen should be joining us in about five minutes here in the Freak Nation. His teammate, Leah Pruitt, will be here in the Freak Nation. And he's known as Odie, Odie Backish. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Dude went out to Worldwide Technology Raceway last night. What'd he do? He won it. Dude's a badass. And he's a, he's self-made. He's self-made in not just being a, an awesome drifter but a guy that's created a company that frankly stat man we got about a minute uh that there are
6: companies out there that rely on this guy to get by and what they do yeah he's racing against his own equipment stuff that he created in his own head in his own shops uh, because it's so good that the people have to have it especially in the front suspension where uh, if you ever watched a drift event, you'll see it looks like the front wheels are falling out of the yeah. wheel wells. They have to turn so greatly to, to stay uh, uh, at such a great angle while they're drifting through the course. So, yes, he created a lot, and uh, he's a lot of people have benefited, and this weekend he benefited as well. Freak Nation
4: coming up next, Matt Hagen, NHRA Funny Car winner from the Mile High Nationals. He'll be here in the Freak Nation, Kenny, the Bud King Berg, Bernstein this hour, and Leah Prua. It's all coming up right here, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios.
2: Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined.
4: If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us: more travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off Media Center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables.
8: Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road.
4: Real organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens.
3: But hey, don't just take our word for it.
8: Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up then send it back, full refund.
4: Go to fieldofgreens.com, use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring
5: orders, an additional said, 10% you said,
4: you that's 25% know, off with the code FREAKS at fieldofgreens.com.
5: From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill up of gas or diesel, add one 16 ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works.
9: General
0: Tire delivers.
9: The Pomerito Automotive Group 500 at worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle! Here we
7: go, in a race at Worldwide
9: Technology Raceway! It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday August 26th and Sunday August 27th.
1: Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back years at Worldwide Technology Raceway!
9: Okay, you Get your that. tickets now at
10: www.raceway.com. The weekend racing is over. Or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaps the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV. Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: My High Nationals wrapping up. Matt Hagan with the Funny Car Win joining us here in the Freak Nation. And I don't know if you could have had a more perfect... Weekend, Matt Hagen grabbing the pole, getting the race win. It's your race. Is where did any did, did you drop the ball anywhere this weekend,
11: dude? I don't know, man. Our team did a phenomenal job this weekend. You know, we uh it was my fiftieth number one qualifier. um You know, we we went out there and uh, won the Too Fast Too Tasty challenge, uh, which was a little extra cash in my guy's pocket. And then we uh, went out here and won the race, man. You know, and that's that's hard to do. You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, up here. You know, it's, it's kind of like getting thrown a curveball all the time because you can't the keep eight cylinders lit. And to, uh, to do all that this weekend, you know, it's was my 50th number one qualifier uh, period, and then we did it up here on the mountain. Obviously, Dodge-sponsored uh, event, you know, uh, for the racetrack. And uh, – you know, we're in the Dodge car, man, so no pressure, right, to win. And then, yeah, and then it was my mom's birthday weekend as well. You know, she passed away like six six week, uh, six months ago, so oh,
0: super special. You.
11: Yeah, super emotional weekend for me, uh, you know, to be able to pull it down and to walk away with the last trophy here at Vandermeer, you know, as a Dodge-sponsored car and, mm-hmm. and this whole event. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's hard to put it into words, man.
4: Matt Hagan, Funny Car winner from... Bandemir joining us here in the Freak Nation. Your are point as well in the NHRA series. Is it more difficult for a driver or a crew chief to make the adjustments at uh, about uh, yeah. mile high?
11: Definitely that's a crew chief, man. I don't want his job at all. He can have it, and uh, <laughs> they, they don't pay him enough, period. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, I, I mean, driving the wheels off this thing is, is something that you just kind of do naturally. You either do it or you don't. And, um, it's just, you know, this, these cars have been a handful, you know, because they're... Uh, there's no air up here, so there's no downforce from the nose of the body, right? So then it's wanting to pick the nose up out there in the middle of the racetrack and dance around. and You're like, just set it down long enough to steer it a little bit, you know, and, and then it puts cylinders out, and you're trying to fight it back across the the, uh, the track and not hit the wall or not hit the center line. So uh, I feel like I earned my money this weekend, but uh, at the end of the day, that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, they pay me to put my mouthpiece in and shut up and, and not ask questions, you know. <laughs>
3: put your mouthpiece in and shut up yep there's your job in the staging lanes before you get it (laughs) all right sponsors obviously they they paved the way for any of us in the motorsports business to do what we do and with this being you know your sponsors race the last one up on the mountain that's huge but what you said about a minute or two ago about honoring your mom as this is her birthday weekend and she recently passed, how much of that were you really carrying all weekend? Because that can be really difficult, Matt.
11: Yeah, you know, I mean, she just passed right before Christmas. And, uh, you know, it's tough. It's emotional. And, uh, like, <laughs> I got choked up in a uh, press conference last night. and the little girl in front of me asking the question she was crying and I was looking at her and it was making me cry more. And I was just like, I can't look at you more. You know, what I mean? That kind of thing. So uh, very, very emotional weekend, but it's emotional weekend because it's the last race up here as well. And we've had such a long running sponsorship with Dodge and SRT and, and all the folks even Mopar, you know, I mean, it's just uh, these folks up here. They, they, uh, they love Dodge and, uh, you know, I just hate to see it go.
3: So for those who haven't been able to catch it on TV, was Smoke able to come over and enjoy this since he's the team owner, to enjoy it with you? I know he was racing in Ohio this weekend.
11: Dude, Smoke is incredible. Thank God he's got a private jet because he couldn't do it without it. I mean, he's just everywhere. I mean, like, the guy's, you know, racing his own car. He's doing the million-dollar deal. He's out there on a tractor moving the dirt around for his deal and and then coming back and flying all night across the West Coast to be here so he can support this deal. I mean, I'm just – Super proud to have him as a team owner, as a friend, and just a just a genuinely good dude,
3: and a great NHRA fan now too. Yeah. I mean, yes, he's a driver, but he's become a full blooded fan himself.
11: Yeah, he's great for the sport, you know, and it's yeah. uh, it's great to see the people come out in groves to see him. Uh, maybe one day my my t shirt line will be as long as his, but I don't think so.
6: <laughs> we already <laughs> talked about you getting the gold instead of the iron, but I want to ask you something. That a driver told me once many years ago when he was talking about the problem of the front end coming up off the ground he said that sometimes you have to steer against the brake and the grandstands does that happen to you where you have to be careful of the crosswind when you're going down the track yeah, I mean, you
11: definitely see some of that, but we make close to 10,000 pounds of downforce on a run, but where there's no air up here, there's no, no you know downforce to push that nose down. And then what happens is the nose kind of stays up. And at 300 miles an hour, that thing kind of gets air underneath it and then it acts like a kite and instead of getting down for it, you get uplift and uh, makes the kind of makes a, um, to the front end light like that. So it's dancing around and so when you have to make big corrections out on the racetrack to get it to, to look like it's one where you're close to. So uh, it was uh, it was one of those things where every run we had out there this weekend was just. Uh, you know, putting cylinders out and trying to keep it in the groove, and uh, you know, it was it was a hammer. But like, that's what makes it fun, man. Like if it was just like okay, you know, hit the gas and go to the other end, I don't think I'd be doing it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like like getting on a bull. You don't know how it's going to come out the gate. You know what I mean? You know it's coming out, but you don't know how it's going to come out. You know, so um, it just it's just you know that's why we do it. It's so adrenaline filled and so intense, and 330 miles an hour, and, and uh, you know, and up here you never know what you're going to get. You know, I mean, I've been up here to to Vandermeer, and I've blown up three or four bodies, and I'm left with less points than I started with. And I'm like, well, "We just spent two hundred thousand dollars and and had less points." It's like, "Why did we come up here?" You know. But uh, at the end of the day, it's 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 been amazing. And to uh, pull down two wallys up here uh, over my career, and to finish with the last one, it's just uh, it's pretty badass.
6: Now, in our twenty three years of being on the air, Matt, I've had several conversations with some guys, and they've told me that they don't bring anything back to the crew chief talking about how to drive the car that they leave it all up to the crew chief but what you described there was some serious driving uh, yeah. do you share any of that with your crew chief to Dollar. help you get down the road
11: absolutely you know I really pride myself on really having a good feel for the car you know which I should because I've had a lot of years out here doing this but you know like uh what I'll try to do is obviously like our first round, we ended up going out there, and it wore a lot of clutch, and it uh, put a cylinder out, and then it smoked the tires. and And I went back to the crew chief, and I said, "Hey, man, you know, it's, it's the clutch is, is wore out of it. Uh, a lot of dust in there. It put a cylinder out on the right side at about 400 feet, you know, and then the then it smoked the tires as a cl- as the clutch was coming to it. And then we went and looked at the the graph, and it, everything that I said it had lined up to what it's supposed to be on the graph. So um, that's to me is uh, having a good feel for the car is is uh, really important because there's a lot of times that the computer won't work or something happens and you, you have to kind of go back and tell the crew chief what happened. Not not all the time, but it's just it, for me, it makes me know where I'm on the racetrack, what I'm doing, what the car, you know, what's, what side of the cylinder went out, you know, um, and, and what it's doing there, you know, just so just being aware of everything that you're doing, you know, I mean, I had a a double-weight light and the semis against caps and uh, cut my eyes over and make sure it was still green. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of, you know, <laughs> at, at, at launch, it's, you would think, man, you can do that. But, you know, your mind slows everything down for you and you, uh, you, you know where you're at on the track and what you're doing, hopefully, you know, as if you're a good driver.
4: All right, Matt Hagen, NHRA-funded car winner from Denver. And I'll end it with this, man. We couldn't do speed freaks if nobody gave a crap. If we didn't get feedback, we didn't get people bitching and moaning about things we said. <laughs> Could you drive as fast and as badass you could if you couldn't fill every seat in that house? at Bandomir. If you had thirty people in this dance, would you be as badass as you are?
11: I tell you what, brother, it was so incredible to look <laughs> around this weekend. And you know, as I'm backing up, taking the time to look over, and it was a packed house. Every every seat was full. The fence was full. There was no place to stand. You couldn't hardly really get through the staging lanes to get up here to to run your car. Uh, it, it was just just incredible, man. Like it was. It was something that it it awed me, honestly, and I was just blown away by the the people that came out to see this last race and to, I mean, I had to get picked up at the road today on the golf cart, like I couldn't get in, you know, and it's just like, you know, we had a 9 a.m. warm up time and uh, we had TV hits that we were trying to do and I was, I was down there, you know, a mile away down the road and they had to drive the golf cart down there to get me, you know I mean? But like, that's how many people showed up and uh, it, it was just incredible, man. It honestly was incredible. It was definitely badass. (laughs)
4: Bandemir <laughs> winner, Mile High Nationals, flying the colors for Dodge, Dodge Motorsports, Mopar, and everybody else there on the side of the planet, buddy. Uh, thanks for doing this, Hagen. We're awfully proud of what you did. Yeah, showing the gold of the Freak Nation. It's badass, partner.
11: Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. And like I always, and uh, we can't do it without our, you know, the sponsors and the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Can't do it without the fans. You know, they the folks that go out and buy the mobile one oh and the the Hellcats and the funny cars, all the all all the stuff. You know that they support and what we do. All the stickers on the side of the car. Um, we can't win every race, and if you can win every race and the championship, it don't pay for what it runs the car. So uh, the folks that go out there and support the sponsors that support us, your your guys fans, your guys listeners. You know, when when you're looking at something on the shelf and you're like, man, that's you know they support a drag racer and they pick it up and buy it. It goes a long way. So thank you to your listeners and our fans.
3: Valid. Yep.
4: Thank you, buddy. Go enjoy the
11: night. Thanks, guys. Yep. Drink some beer.
3: And he—that is no lie about the traffic. We were out there on Friday, obviously, with the whole Kenny Bernstein warming up Antron Brown's car and just soaking it all in as much as we could for this this last weekend. And. Friday ended up getting sold out, and we saw the traffic coming in. We were maybe 30 minutes before the final qualifying session, the night qualifying session. People are still lined up all the way to the freeway just to come in for whatever they could get of that final Friday night session.
4: Speaking of Kenny Bernstein, he hopped in a race car this weekend in the Lucas Oil Antron Brown pits, and we've got an interview after he jumped in that top fueler, and that smile, I guarantee it's still coast to coast. Kenny Bernstein coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
2: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
4: If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off media center food where... There certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables.
8: Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road.
5: Real
4: organic fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens.
8: But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up. Then send it back. Full refund.
4: Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off. And for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code
12: FREAKS. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line.
8: One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it.
6: comment that resonated with me as I was watching my favorite Sunday morning news program. Uh, It was from former Labor Secretary Robert Reich, who was commenting on the labor unrest that's going on in Hollywood right now. He said, we're all in this U.S. economy together. And he implied that uh, companies who withhold pay from labor will soon find there's not enough money in the labor force for the goods and services that they provide. The other side of that coin, somewhat, is emerging in motorsports marketplace right now. Programming is disappearing behind paywalls. The argument is the industry needs more money to sustain itself. But the key corner of any industry triangle is audience. And if audience can no longer afford the product, where's the industry go then? Now, I can hear the shrieks now. The problems in Hollywood are the fault of unions who are demanding something for nothing. In Hollywood, producers say they're taking the monetary risk, so they should benefit from the monetary harvest. But in racing, if producers don't have an audience to sell to sponsors, there's no industry. No audience, no product, no product, no sales, no sales, no industry. Are softer paywalls the answer in racing? I don't think so. Secretary Wright is correct. We're in this together. Peace.
4: Statman Scat brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com. Find the right, righteous rubber for your righteous ride. You follow me there, man. It's crap hot out there. Just make sure you got some damn good tires on your car. We need tires on this show. The way things are melting down. Go to generaltire.com. Crash, you got something to say after the Statman scan.
3: Well, when he said how programming is going behind paid firewall, what'd you say? Paid paywalls, and oh, that kind of reminded me of all the complaints that we saw on social media today because the IndyCar race was on Peacock and Peacock only. So yes, this is the changing of the guard of the entertainment business. Paywalls, you got to pay to play. You got, I mean. I understand the actor strike because you're looking at CEOs of Disney and Netflix, and not just CEOs, presidents and vice presidents, in the hundreds of millions of dollars in annual salary. Kind of reminds me of Formula One and the hundreds of millions of dollars that are being spent. Does it all trickle down to the drivers and the crew chiefs? No. The top get Heavier, other, I mean, they, their wallets get fatter, get richer, get richer, and it doesn't filter down the way people claim that it is supposed to.
4: Well, and, and Statman, that, that's one thing she's alluding to, and I think you've touched about the, this additionally in your scats, is, my apologies, the player union, excuse me, the driver union is in what NASCAR, what's it called?
3: No, it's pro and NHRA. I've been in but NHRA. But the driver union weekend. in
6: NASCAR and uh, the driver I don't know I forget what the driver's name is but the the, the race team alliance ah, there yes. you go. There, there, it is. there you go yes. race team
3: alliance yeah
6: can play into this of uh,
4: trying to at least get what they consider is their share of the
6: cake that NASCAR continues to make right yeah yeah you know the the big thing about paywalls you know the 5 dollars a month is not much but I paid, when Netflix started, it was $5 a month, and now it's $20. Uh, With uh, New York Times, they gave me a special deal for $1 a month. Now it's $20 a month. So they they don't stay $5 a month. If they stayed $5 a month, it would be cool. Uh, But it won't stay there. And if you continue to raise the price, like, what's the point? If you're going to continue to raise, at some point, the audience is going to say, "I don't need you anymore, and right. then you got the real problem
3: and that's and honestly, I've seen that sadly with IndyCar and NASCAR is also on Peacock. You would think that, oh, there'd be some sort of a benefit with with both the series. Heck motocross is on there as well, but people are just not wanting to pay that. You're exactly right. Is it fear of it going up within a couple of years and then they feel stuck or is it just like everything I don't need else
6: it. has gone up? yeah right. exactly. Right. And what what makes you think that Peacock's going to be any different? That once they get you hooked, it's like the guy on the corner. Hey, kid, you want to try this? And that once you get hooked, it's all over. Well, playing to the Peacock
4: statement. That's one. That's part of the biggest issue that SAG-AFTRA has with the industry was the the last agreement, frankly, barely, vaguely touched on streaming and streaming payments from top to bottom from directors down to extras and I could see that coming for from NASCAR teams and NASCAR owners when yeah you've got your linear television now we're also on on this other streaming service where we're making additional millions and millions of dollars so I could see how but
3: it's got to filter down to those who make the entertainment possible does it have to it should I, I, and you're right, it doesn't, it doesn't have to. to. You're right, right, it doesn't have the to. Biggest, especially
6: in racing, the biggest issue is audience. And if audience goes away, then sponsors aren't going to buy your product mm-hmm. because your product is audience, not racing. So if you have fewer people buying seats, you have fewer people buying seats in front of the TV, uh, then uh, the sponsors aren't going to come on board yeah. to take advantage. And that's that's the real problem. You can make a lot of money now, or you can make a lot of money later.
3: Okay, so I like what you said there. You can, buy, you can spend money to buy a seat, or you can spend money to sit on your couch. Fortunately, every racing series this weekend, whether it was motocross up in Minnesota, even off-road in Minnesota, IndyCar in Toronto, aside from the rain, New Hampshire for NASCAR, Denver for NHRA, St. Louis for Formula D, everybody had packed crowds this weekend so we're seeing somewhat of an increase of people going to events maybe that's post-covid people like getting out of the house now i don't know we are three years past covid so i find that hard to believe but watching on tv in almost every form of motorsport is still suffering so that has to change And i don't know what that magic pill is
4: look at moto america yes the linear home is mav tv but they've also got uh, online live services as well. You, you could go Moto America, you could go Formula D, which again, Formula Drift. The home is MAV TV, but you have all of this online processing of these races that you didn't know that you could have five, ten years ago. Crash stat, you didn't. But so, so these agreements that sag is bitching about, uh, I see their point.
3: Okay, you see the point of the actor when you're talking about the actor's strike.
4: The writers, the so producers. Then,
3: compare that to sports. We don't even need to just talk motorsports. Compare that to sports and the team owners, the drivers, the athletes, the crew chiefs, the, the everybody involved in the team. How can everybody benefit because everybody puts the show on for the fans?
4: It benefits if the owners, NASCAR, uh, Jerry Jones, it benefits if the owners... <laughs> <laughs> take into consideration who's help, who's who's actually putting the product out there, the drivers, the players. But as we've seen, you get a bunch of fat cats up there and say, you know what, I need a 57-foot yacht as opposed to a 52-foot yacht, Statman. Which
3: again goes back to, sorry, I, I know you called Statman, but that again goes back to what we saw on social media today, yep. how, I don't, I don't know how you say his name with Disney, Igor, <laughs> Igor, how... He makes $400 million a year, and that's not filtering down on the appropriate percentage base that it possibly should to actors, producers, directors, grips, you name it. It's just not. It, I saw an interesting stat. 40, 30, 40 years ago, the CEO of Disney made 30 times the wages of, you know, they averaged some acting salaries, whatever. Now, it's 400 times those salaries. So yeah, there's a, the difference has become larger and that's happening in sports as well. It can't continue to do that.
6: No, it can't. And again, I go back to this issue of motorsports, where the major source of income, a major source of income is sponsor support and sponsors aren't looking to sponsor cars or drivers or teams. They're looking to be out there in front of an audience. And if the audience can't afford to buy the product, either through tickets or uh, sitting in front of the TV, I know that one of the smartest things I've ever heard from a guest is from Kyle Petty, who said... Uh, we, if NASCAR attendance is going down, we don't worry so much about that. But if they go home and they don't watch on TV, NASCAR's got a real problem. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing that's happening in all motorsports. If the attendance goes down and overall, maybe not weekend to weekend, but overall the attendance is down, TV ratings are down, then you've got a problem. Maybe you've priced yourself out of your audience.
4: Freak Nation, You've heard the discussion. We'll bring it to you online as well. Coming up next, his name is Kenny Bernstein. The significance of him getting back into the seat to just warm up Antron Brown's car uh, is huge. And we caught up with him. We spent a good 10, 15 minutes with the guy. Kenny Bernstein, the king of speed, joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
1: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
9: For whatever you do, General Tire delivers. The Bomarito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race. It's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal.
10: The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of Cajun Ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
5: From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works.
0: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago right here, in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire anywhere is possible
7: there's a price war in the insurance business and you may be paying too much call the term lifeline right now and see if you can save forty percent half million dollar plans and up that's our specialty even great smokers rates protect your family today call the term lifeline right now for a free quote Eight six six five four nine term Eight six six five four nine term Eight six six five four term
0: David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control.
5: Then David called, get a tax lawyer.
0: Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to say Get a tax lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a tax lawyer has helped
12: thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh. Eight hundred seven four five three zero seven zero. That's eight hundred seven four five thirty seventy. You are listening to Speed
10: Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
4: So, Kenny. I got emotional for a completely different reason. One, it was awesome to see you in the car. But two, it took me back 50 years of my dad taking me to Dallas International Speedway, Green Valley, watching the Chelsea King light up a funny car. And here I am at 60 years old going, oh my God,
13: what is going on? Just matter what I was thinking. <laughs> it was great. I can't say enough for Antron and That group over there, they're wonderful. He's a sweetheart. Uh, Obviously, uh, Lucas Oil for putting it together with Brandon, so it was neat, it's fun, had a blast.
4: You got in the seat, and they say things like that are like riding a bike. Have things advanced so much for you, or is it still
13: You won't believe it, but that cockpit is exactly the way mine was for my whole entire career. The fuel shut off was in the exact right spot. The clutch was perfect the accelerator if i had to use it was perfect the brake handle was exactly where it was wow the parachute releases were where i was all the time the seat felt just as comfortable as mine i felt really snug and good i mean i just said that myself i said man this is like home i'm back home that's what it was nothing was changed at all identically the same
8: so when Antron was explaining some things to you, you guys were leaning over, looking in the cockpit. It looked like his hands were so busy, like he was telling you something new. But no,
13: no, not really at all. The only thing that was new was that when I trimmed the fuel shut, fuel shut off off or back down to not have so much fuel going through it when it first started up. We did in those days. I didn't look and read a a, 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 a computer. I just did by feeling, and then Armstrong would wetting out his head like this, but they got a deal there and they go to 90 pounds of fuel pressure, so you just move it to 90 pounds and that's it. There's a piece of cake.
8: Did that, besides bring back memories, did it bring back any sort of, oh, I could go one more, maybe the U.S. Nationals?
13: <laughs> of course it did, you know that. <laughs> I've thought that for the last two or three days, to be really? honest about it. Yeah, well, you know, when you get up to this age and you quit for a long time, you think about how much fun it was, how much you enjoyed it. The competition, driving cars fast and winning, and those don't ever go away if they're in your body and you've had them, if you've had that success at times, and no matter how old you are or what you are, unless you're just incapacitated that you couldn't do it, yeah. you have those thoughts. I can still do that. How Do I know if I could? Hell, oh, I don't know. We'd go out there and find out. So I could tell you. I might hit the throttle and shut it right off.
4: <laughs> if you were a drag racer, can you compare your body to where it is now versus a... A dude that spent decades in a race car, meaning some of the wear and tear from driving a car for decades?
13: Well, I tell you what, I got beat up pretty good in those years. I've had nine surgeries. I've had four four, and both, both shoulders and a back surgery. And so all that came from being in that race car all those years. And the early years when we had no good seats, we had no good equipment, we just put me a trash can in there I'm gonna drive it (laughs) (laughs) almost you know we weren't form-fitted or anything in the day in fact we form-fitted the first seat up in Brainerd I got in there I hurt my back trying to get in the car and get out I couldn't get out of the car after the run my back hurt so bad Armstrong went down to the local place that sells boats got that foam stuff I put my suit on he poured it down in behind me to fill in the voids that we didn't have And that's 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 it came so far that thing felt like a piece of Cadillac right there buddy
4: How much would where we are now would have extended your career?
13: Just the seat alone probably would have helped a lot because those surgeries, are they're hard on you no matter what. When you do nine surgeries, it's a tough deal. The back one was the worst, the hardest to heal over. I think if we'd had those seats in the beginning and all that, we certainly, and the cars would have been built stronger with better roll cages. We wouldn't have lost so many people. It's just that simple. Today, they're really, really ro- rocket ships, and they have to be the way they are, and they're wonderful. And when I quit, they were good. This is even better. Yeah.
8: Were you a fan at the beginning when the Canopy came on? clearly now we all are like yes like you just said the yep. cars are built the way they yep. need to be yep. but at the beginning was that a little tough for you I, as a fan it was a little tough for me
13: yeah i never had a real problem with it at all i thought i thought it was would, would be okay uh i didn't know if i wanted it or not because our, our windshield was so high but then there's an advantage to having the canopy for the air going to that supercharger too so they, they picked up on that pretty quick so i would have liked to driven one like that i think it'd be really cool i think I asked Antron, and I said, I bet it's really quiet in here, isn't it? Because when you sit in front of the motor going down there, you, you don't have much noise. It's all behind you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it really is. He said, as quiet as can be, you wouldn't even believe it. You don't even know, realize you're going that fast. And that, I can understand that because it's really neat. Yeah.
4: What about the mindset now versus when you were lighting up the at-
13: I don't think the mindset has changed that if if I really wanted to get in there, and and he said get in it, if I really wanted to, I'd do it. You know, my mindset wouldn't have to work on that too hard. I got some other issues I'd have to deal with. I wonder how much pain I'm going to be in in certain areas of my body. But, uh, you know, and then you got to say, you got to be honest with yourself and say, is it really worth it to go make one run? What if something drastic happens, you come out, and God forbid you become crippled or something? I mean, is it really worth that? The answer to that is no it's not, but on the other side, yes it
4: is. (laughs) (laughs) Now was Vandermeer in particular really why? I mean Lucas, Antron, but it's Vandermeer.
13: Yes, well it's Vandermeer because we were coming because it's going away, Mm -hmm. but maybe not come back, you never know, Mm -hmm. but also it's 42 years that Cheryl and I met here. This is where we met 42 years ago here. We've been together 42 years, 23 of it married, and so, this is a special place, yeah. You see where the NHRA, NHRA is going, and they are losing tracks, like this. It's just like, is that just like, like, how do we do this? Well, they're losing the tracks because they, the whole world's changing. Yeah. Everything about is changing. I mean, my goodness, you got a, electric cars they want out there. They want all the stuff that, that we grew up not knowing anything about and don't <laughs> care about, to be honest about it, okay? So consequently, a track just can't survive anymore on its own, just, just a drag strip. This one killed because they promote so well. Yes. And there's four or five that do that, and so can make it. But it's going to get tougher and tougher, there's no question. Return on investment is still the most important thing in the business. Yep. And, and, and these guys and three or four more of them in the country, they do a great job, and they make a hell of a living out of it. But some of them don't.
8: Racing in general, though, has so much to compete with in the sports world, the entertainment world, and racing is kind of suffering a little bit because of that as well. What do you think would be good to get kids involved again in motorsports, aside from the, the typical stuff that's going on now?
13: You know, I don't know, but you're right about what you said about all all the opportunities for other things to do and watch. It's a it's a tough game for, for all of the motorsports. I mean, you don't even know what IndyCar hardly is. God bless you, IndyCar. I don't mean that to be bad about it, but the fact is it's a toughie. Formula One's going good, but they're, they're doing a great job by getting these these venues all over the world and in the United States. But it's tough. I don't know the answers to that at all. I mean, life goes on. Life changes. Yeah. Things change around us. We either adapt or we stay the same. And if we can't adapt to it, then we just quit.
4: We'll end it with this. Going back to when I was 10, watching you at Dallas International Speedway, you at 10, 15, 20, who was the Kenny Bernstein? Uh, and back in your day who was the guy that you thought holy smokes I get to meet the Kenny Bernstein of my day back in the 60s. Or- well
13: ob- obviously that's that's a pretty easy deal I mean anybody from the west coast oh. uh, when, except for one guy named Garlitz from the east coast he was the, he was the king man believe me and uh, you always wanted to meet him but Perdome, uh, all those guys they would come to Texas to race they'd race as in Amarillo at the California versus Texas all the time, and it was a war. And of course, Texans wanted to beat those Californians because they were prune pickers, and so that—that's the way it was. But all those guys were great. I mean, really were. I look back at Benny Osborne. You remember Benny Osborne, oh huh? How about that? Come on. He was King Kong for about two or three years. He whooped every everybody all over the country. He won ten grand at Orange County one night. They had a, a race for t- between two cars, Tom McEwen and Osborne. One run, no warm-up, no anything, pull up there and run for $10,000. Now, that was 45, 50 years ago. Think about that. For, for that kind of money, and Benny beat him and won the money. And that's a, that was, Osborne was in back because he was from Oklahoma, so we, we, we had to deal with him all the time. A lot wow. of good guys. I mean, Eddie Hill. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That's First good. time I saw Eddie in you know, all his purple with a twin-engine Pontiac on that thing. huh? I mean, it was crazy. So, it, it's, it, memories back there are great. I drove for the Carroll Brothers and the Anderson Brothers, and I both. Uh, Vance Hunt gave me my first ride. Vance Hunt put me in the car on a Wednesday night, the first time I ever sat in one Vance of those cars. Hunt? Vance Hunt. That's how long. That's 1968.
4: Holy smokes. Yeah.
13: So I got a Before
4: Chelsea came I got, Yeah, I got
13: a lot of memories from those those people and people. Wade Simpson, all of them. They're yeah. great people. Wonderful people. Yeah.
4: Well you've been kind to us. So many, many No, no, years. you've been
13: kind to me. Come on now. Well, I mean <laughs> and I mean that. I enjoy being with you. I enjoy talking to you. And you mean a lot to us. You always have.
4: Right. Kenny the Bud King the king of speed, Bernstein, here in the Freak Nation. He's been very kind to us over the last 23 oh, yeah. years and as he said, we've been very kind to him. Haven't always been um, real nice on some of the things that he's done and his personality from time to time, but frankly love the guy uh, what he's meant to drag racing and when he eclipsed uh, 300 miles an hour, holy smokes, what he did for the NHRA. More Speed Freaks coming up in the second hour, including teammate of Matt Hagan, Leah Pruitt, coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
5: From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works.
0: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer. And especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
8: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter,
12: Eight hundred seven six zero one eight four five. That's 800 1845
8: I'll not and try again.
1: Network. Broadcasting
2: from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks. Speed Breaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We
11: love the party.
0: Crash Gladys.
3: What are we doing for the Bachelorette Party?
0: And Man. I am serious. And here's the freak.
4: John Force, you know it's tough for you and I to get serious. It's real tough. I don't like it. Are you taking your glasses off? Let me, let me ask you this. In front of the Freak Nation on ESPN2, how many of those championships would you give up to go back and spend time in the house with your daughters?
5: That is probably the biggest thing that NHRA Drag Racing that made me a champion along with all the sponsors, Castrol and Ford. You know, it took me away from my family. If you're going to win, you got to win. you got to live it like anybody. But to win it 14 times, man, you give up everything. I mean, I wasn't there to teach her how to. That's why I'm so excited now. NHRA is giving them back. And I even the wife's starting to like me. She loves me. She just don't like me.
4: Second hour of the Freaks. That was John Force, 2007. So 16 oh, years ago, wow. Freak Nation. Let that settle in for you, Freaks. Uh,
3: that's hard.
4: Not even a 16-time <laughs> champion at the time. John Force. 2007 from the Mac tools tool fair in Nashville, Tennessee, coming up this hour, Leah Pruitt, the teammate of your funny car winner, Matt Hagan. She'll be joining us here on the freak radio network and on MAV TV. And if we get time to, to get to it, we'll replay our interview with Matt Hagan, your funny car winner again for the mile high nationals. I just can't imagine. It's the mile. It's been the Dodge mile high nationals, the Mopar mile high nationals for decades.
3: Dodge. Power Broker Nationals, Mile High na- Yeah, you're right. Always right. Mile High Nationals. The
4: pressure, when the namesake on the side of your car, stat, crash, suave, is the namesake of your race, the pressure of that driver, team owner, and crew, will never know the pressure it is <laughs> to at least show in the damn thing, right?
3: And then add to it that it's the final one ever. Like Matt Hagen had this weekend, as did Lee. And
6: there's tens of of thousands of people lining up in traffic all day long. I always said when we used to go to those things, it was a mile closer to the sun. So it was always hot. It was always incredibly uh, uncomfortable, but it was great, (laughs) great drag racing, great time. The fans were incredible. It was a wonderful weekend.
3: Yeah, this weekend was definitely wonderful as an understatement. It's People came out, like we've talked about last hour, people came out in droves, just lined up traffic for all three days, sold out crowds all three days, and just the energy there was so great. Whether it's people knowing it's the last one and everybody trying to get a little bit of a glimpse and a snippet of that last Mile High Nationals or or if it's just because that track always puts on a good show because of how unpredictable it is and because the weather is always so great. Yeah, a little bit hot, but always great. I don't know, but there was something in the air and it was just awesome. It was just plain awesome.
4: If you want to get back to our conversation, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Our conversation last hour... It plays off the stat man scat, and I don't want to give it away necessarily. But the economics of motorsports, the economics of motorsports, has hit Bandamere Raceway smack dab in the man bag, or woman parts, depending on what side of the uh, fence you're on. Uh, It's gone. It's it's gone away. One of the premier, most beautiful tracks in all of motorsports. The track, if you've not been there before, freak nation. The track is it's dug out the side of a mountain (laughs)
3: literally (laughs) it it is
4: and the preparation to dig that thing from what i understand was bonkers one problem they had they've ran out of space they've run out of space and two they have no running water they don't have running water at that racetrack which is a problem nowadays (laughs) there are a lot of similarities excuse me a lot of seminaries similarities the issues at this racetrack that they have or had at Motorsports Park, Wild Horse Motorsports Park, we're told that Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park may not be going away
3: in Phoenix. In what Phoenix, we're talking
4: about. yep. Also heard from an individual that there may be some issues with the sale of the land where Bandemir is based. You yep. don't. You can never say never. I get That's it. That's
3: true. I the Bandemir sale, I feel like is closer to going through than what was going on in Phoenix with the reorganization of the property and building new shops and a freeway off ramp i'm glad to hear that that phoenix is probably not going to go ahead with those plans and that that race may come back but man what can we do to get denver back yeah. we're hearing yeah okay maybe there's some things going on with the sale of the property whatever we could that could be a pipe dream for us motorheads Will John Bandamere buy some property out by the airport? That'd be awesome. I mean, we don't want the Denver market to go away altogether, but nothing compares to being carved into the side of a mountain right at the foot of the Rockies. Come on.
4: And Statman, if you look at where the NHRA is going or is not going, and again, you heard it in that interview with Kenny Bernstein talking about, yeah, look look at where we are today, all of the entertainment choices that we have. But if you jump right into motorsports, it's the noise it's not necessarily the pollution or the traffic it's the noise of the nhra and some
3: other motors see that's just my biggest beef though i'm sorry to cut you off i get so fired up about this because what was there first english town the raceway park or the neighborhoods the drag strip was you know you're moving to a property that's close to a racetrack you know that same thing with bandamere the track was there first this is they were celebrating 65 years this weekend And then you decide to move close to that track that has been there for 65 years. Come on. We can't always allow this to happen. It just, that drives me crazy. There's lots of oval tracks, dirt tracks here in the Phoenix metro area. Same thing. They're going away because of home development. Don't we have enough property in this country that there's plenty of other places for you to develop homes (laughs) and tracks that have been there for 60, 70, 80 years can stay? It just i'm sorry but that drives me nuts
6: Statman, the floor is yours my friend <laughs> well i agree with crash to a degree but they're not building new land so what we, what the land is very valuable uh maybe the one uh the salvation is that money to develop that land is really expensive right now so and they put it off for a year or two, like they did with Irwindale Speedway in Southern California. That that's been sold several times, but the people who buy it can't get the money to develop it, <laughs> so it stays in business year mm-hmm. after year after year. But they're not making any new na- land, so uh, uh, people got to live somewhere, and um, that's what's happening. You may get a reprieve because of the cost of money, but. Um, <laughs> You know, that's what that's what that's the way of the world right now. What if the bitching and moaning
4: was based on strictly the noise of these race cars and race car series? And as we see the evolution of motorsports, just evolution, evolution of life, evolution of motorsports, the success, frankly, of Formula E has blown me away. Yeah. And really how people are clamoring to get that race uh, into their city, into their state, into their country. But yeah, I understand that top fuel and funny car, it's, it, it is not the same.
3: That can't go E. <laughs> that just can't.
4: It's, it, it's part of it. It's like, Statman, what if you have the, the 40 cars in the middle of Bristol on a Saturday night, summer,
6: summer night, and they're all electric? Is it still Jurassic? No. How can it be if there's no noise? Uh, or you know that they got around that issue when at the beginning of formula e they used to pipe music (laughs) into the uh, racetrack while they were racing the cars Uh, so uh, there's there's ways around it but uh, noise is a is an issue for a lot of people and uh they you know people that one have to live somewhere they're not building any more land so as they run out of land they're going to they look at the land that's there at the racetrack. The people move next to airports and complain about the noise. So right. that's just what people do. There's uh, nothing you can do about that. People complain. That's the, that's the, that's the point of people. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they have social media, so people can go complain somewhere. You look at the success yeah, of
4: these outlaw drag racing series that are uh, strictly – Social media based, whether it's YouTube, like Street Outlaws, yeah, Street Out. Regardless,
3: well, they have Discovery Channel too, but yeah, I get you.
4: But but these guys are making a whole lot of money. Granted, it's not NASCAR Cup money. I, I get it, but s- some form or fashion, it's, there's got to be an evolution of motorsports. Talking to uh, is it Leah Pruitt coming up next? We'll talk to Crasher about tracks that have that no no it's not it's actually matt and angie smith that we talked to earlier over the weekend uh, on friday frankly about tracks that have gone away that they would like to put their bikes back on right um moving forward but it's the evolution of motorsports and drag racing man something has got to happen houston's gone phoenix is gone
3: ish maybe. ish
4: denver <laughs> denver is gone town E-t-
3: atlanta town's E-town. there
4: but damn it Formula Drift could come in there and rule that place on a Saturday, but yeah,
3: go figure. Why yeah. can't NHRA go back to E Town? Formula, like you said, Formula Drift is loud and it's there.
6: Yeah, I, but it's I, not. It's not as loud. Would you ever want to put a muffler on a top a nitro car? No, heck, no. All right, Leah Pruitt,
4: NHRA top fueler, got her first win of this year last year last week in Norwalk. She joins us next, Speed Free Spitz and Lucas Oil Studios.
2: Feed Motorsports Radio,
4: redefined. If it's a weekend and there's motorsports involved, you know what that means for us. More travel. More travel means not a great diet. We're feeding off Media Center food where there certainly is a lack of fruits and vegetables.
8: Kenny, that's where Field of Greens comes from. These little jars save us on the road. This is real fruits and vegetables ground up so easy that you just mix it with your favorite drink of choice. It could be as simple as water. These guys keep us healthy on the road.
4: Real, organic, fruits and vegetables. It helps you with your heart, metabolism, your immune system. It's all right here in Field of Greens.
8: But hey, don't just take our word for it. Take Field of Greens yourself. And if you go to your doctor a month down the road and he or she doesn't say, hey, what are you doing? Your health is incredible. Keep it up then send it back. Full refund.
4: Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use code FREAKS for 15% off and for recurring orders, an additional 10%. That's 25% off with the code freaks
5: at fieldofgreens.com from the labs of lucas oil products lucas oil complete engine treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant for every fill up of gas or diesel add one 16 ounce can of lucas oil complete engine treatment one bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works.
0: General Tire delivers.
9: The automobile Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. Here we go!
7: In some at Worldwide Technology Raceway!
9: It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th and Sunday, August 27th. Joseph Newgarden wins back-to-back
1: years at Worldwide Technology Raceway.
9: Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com.
10: The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV. Motorsports Network. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Freak Nation, I've got to tell you a couple of things here. Be sure to go to LucasOil.com. That's LucasOil.com to check out Plenty of products to keep your rides fat and happy. Got yourself a speedboat, just a cruiser. What about a two-wheel rocket in your garage or a four-wheel classic car? You go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Keep your rides fat and happy. Leah Pruitt, NHRA top Fueler, got her first win of the season last race in Norwalk. Again, hanging out at the Mile High Nationals, flying those colors. She joined us earlier uh, we caught up with her on Friday afternoon. It's fantastic every time we get Leah Pruitt here in the Freak Nation. Leah Pruitt now Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. The Leah Pruitt, Leah Pruitt, once again joining us here in the Freak Nation. She laughs. Listen, I've been calling. Listen, I've been calling Leah Pruitt's name for the 20 years of Speed Freaks. So Leah Pruitt joins us here in the Freak Nation. Watching your social media on this track, there's a lot of people that I don't. Un- they're not going to miss the track like you're going to miss the track. I know your career of a little punk in a small little rail running this thing, and here you are now running with the big boys who winning in races. This race, this whole city, means something different to you than a lot of these drag racers.
15: I would definitely I, – I, I would like to think so, but before I go into my memories here and how significant they are, I have to think about – this is a hometown track for tens of thousands of people that have been here for generations and so as much as i am going to miss it and i reflect on how it's built me as a racer how it's built me from a just a single competitor to what it means to be in a team with a junior and win team championships to of course this is a team sport and this is what it takes to win um i just want to throw it out there to them for what they're going to miss as much as we're going to miss it and a question that I get a lot is like, why or how has this track been so successful for me personally? Um, and I and I don't really, I'd never have an answer because it's been with different teams, different crew chiefs, different setups of cars, uh, from factory stock to DSR, TSR. Uh, I'm just lucky, and I and I don't know. I just say, get emotional on the mountain, um, but just trying to block all that out till Monday.
4: But when we talk to. The Erica Enders, the John Forces, other drag racers, don't walk in the gates of the track going, yep, I'm going to win this bitch because they feel so comfortable with the track. Is that part of this? You feel comfortable walking into this thing?
15: I think so. I, there's, you know, last week or two weeks ago, I felt very comfortable coming into Norwalk in a different way than I ever had, and I had a winning mindset. Um, and you try and you believe that you're going to win every race, but that one specifically, coming onto the mountain. There's this grandiose feeling about it, and for me that comes from, you had one race as a junior that you wanted to win, and that was the one national event, you know? We have 22 national events in the Camping World Series, well in the juniors you had one and it was here. And the Mandy put on that event and treated us kids as if we were the pros, and so all I cared about in life was being successful on this mountain. So. That's that's the same feeling that I get when I come to it is it's it's just not just another race It is the race for me and then you put on top of that Dodge Power Brokers And it's forever been mile-high nationals and being here as a crew member to to now winning races and defending champion of the last event um, Yeah, all of that brings confidence and I just I just got done talking with Neil about our setup for today And what we plan to do and and sit our you know set up for the weekend, so yeah, we have good confidence, but just it starts with getting down the track on this first run.
8: How can you carry that confidence into a track that maybe you don't feel as good at with your history? How can you bottle this up and take it to one of those tracks to be even better over there?
15: That is a great question because that's what I'm going to need to do when we get to uh when we get to Sonoma actually. Like I don't get the feeling when I go into Sonoma that like Man, this is part of me, and 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 I own this, and I love it, and like I, I always feel like I'm an outsider racing there for some reason. Um, and I've never won, to have it up. But how do I? How do you encapsulate that? I think really having the knowledge about what the car's doing. So I'm gonna take away the feeling of what is the ambiance of the community and the track and what it looks like, and you know how we will be done well or not, and really take the momentum of our unit. And make that stationary and put that into the confidence for two weeks in Seattle.
8: But you've got that momentum now. You got that win, you got that monkey off your back. So that changed things as well, I would imagine. It did. Um, we've
15: we've all been saying, like, we're so close, we're so close, and the the crew guys have done a good job of keeping that, you know, keep, keeping that hype up. And at you know, at some point you get tired of saying that and hearing that, and you go, tell me when we get there. So we joked and we had one in Norwalk. Like, all right. We've got there. Let's stay here. And uh, I don't I gotta give it to them for keeping their their attitudes up and their faith in Neil and Mike for, you know, getting our traction with this team and getting that momentum up and going. Um they've the the full testament to our foundation has been them. So yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm really looking forward to racing. This has been a long big week. A lot of a lot of things on track. I got to run the D C one seventy, um going probably 40 or 50 times, you know, 1,025 horsepower, media rides, we have dealership, we have uh, customers out here, Uh, media, all of it's been fantastic, but I'm, I'm ready to switch gears and get into actual race mode, and that's my favorite part.
8: Does some of that get to be too much? Like, do you have a text thread with the guys where you can just let loose and be like, I've got this media appearance, but I really need to, I need you guys to bring me back up?
15: No, I don't. uh, No, I don't do that. They go back there and they just laugh. If they think that I'm stuck, they're just laughing their butts off. Um, uh, No, I I love what I do. And that's a huge part of it. And I I was actually telling Tony last night on the phone, because he's in, now he's flew from Connecticut, SRX. Now he's in Ohio racing top alcohol. and, uh, And I was telling him how much I'm enjoying doing all of the things that go with racing where I had I had a much different mindset a couple of years ago and I felt like I was pushed and pulled and I just wanted to race where I just I, I, all of it is what is what I love and you know we got fans here that uh, that have been waiting and they're either waiting for us to warm up or waiting to grab that autograph and that's uh, I don't know just want to take in this whole weekend.
8: I know you want to do that but you mentioned SRX are we ever going to see you in one of those cars? That's a great question. You know, um,
15: I it is. That's the man. You know, what if I said you guys would be the first ones to hear if and when I am? We know it's not this year on the lineup because everything's been set. Uh, I I just told Tony, I said I don't want to wreck one of your cars and I don't want to embarrass our family, so I'm just gonna stay out of it for now. (laughs) But we got Ron Caps representing drag racing community, and he's gonna do a fantastic job at at Eldora, and then from there, then we fly to to Topeka and we race. So I don't know. I feel. I feel like if I do anything outside that it might take away from what my goals are with the team so once I get a world championship and that's the common goal here maybe I'll flap my wings and, and try and get a little, little bit more fun turning
4: one thing you brought up reminds me of this with crasher and I working together 23 years there was a time when I wouldn't listen to her like an a-hole I just wouldn't listen to her she'd make suggestions Why don't you try that? I know I know all about I've been doing but it's like, what a dumbass. Now it's, you know, it, it's just part of the evolution. Yes, you listen to the better half. When Tony got into Dragster, was he open to hearing suggestions on how to run that thing? Or was he just, I got this, babe. No, don't tell me a thing.
15: You are going to be um, astonished at what this answer is because I was. You know, when we decided that he wanted to make a couple hits, I expected him to go to Antron or maybe to Austin and like the, the guys he feels comfortable with. And, and that's not what he wanted. He wanted only me, and to learn to drive this car with that team the way that I do, and take everything that with, with how I do it, including fuel, including shoots. Which at that point he got overwhelmed. Uh, but he's he's been an incredible student, and I never thought I I really I didn't think that I would be his mentor in drag racing. Just I, I'm, I'm I'm his wife, and working together and all that. So it's been incredible. He is such a great listener. He is so detail-orientated of course as we know um, he's super hard on himself and he just wants to be perfect and now he understands how difficult drag racing is and that's and it took him being inside the car um, to really understand it so he's going his paces in the top alcohol dragster category and winning races and doing great he literally just called that's why I was a little late coming down to tell me about his Q1 and how it shook for 1.2 seconds, and he felt the last flap of the tire, and it, and it, it tried to, it, it tried to, uh, tried to smoke, and he went number one qualifier, and it, that's it. Just to talk about his run, and uh, I go, Tony, you realize a year ago you would have never been able to, ha- we'd never been able to have this conversation, and he, and he's like, you're absolutely right, and I love what I'm doing, so. Yeah.
4: I'm disappointed. I wanted him to be an a-hole, and you had to slap him around and straighten him up.
15: This is where he is an a-hole. Okay, I got in his, in his 410 wing sprint car. We were at a test session. Donnie shots. Uh, we had three cars running, and we were doing engine program stuff. So, I, Tony let me run. Tony barely told me how to start it. He goes, "Yeah, you're going to get a push and then you'll just you'll just feel it and then flip the switches and then okay and then let off. Nothing about where to run on the track, how much throttle, you know, turn left to go right, turn right to go left. Like not sliding, nothing at all. I had to come back and and, and I go He goes, "Move up, you know. You don't have to stay at the bottom." And I go, "How do how do I do that?" And he I think he literally just walked away. So I went to Donnie Shots and I was like, "Please give me some pointers." So The takeaway is that Tony is an incredible student, and he is a terrible teacher. And I have no problem saying that on camera.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Leah Pruitt here in the Freak Nation, telling it like it is. Your stat man, Scat, the economics of motorsport and streaming. That's next. Speed Freaks Piss Lucas Hall Studio.
1: Speed Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined.
0: For whatever you do, General Tire delivers.
12: Tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30 day money back guarantee. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. 800 867 6917. That's 800 867 6917.
7: The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new, clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get
12: started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739.
14: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so,
6: I heard a comment that resonated with me as I was watching my favorite Sunday morning news program. Uh, It was from former Labor Secretary Robert Reich, who was commenting on the labor unrest that's going on in Hollywood right now. He said, we're all in this U.S. economy together. And he implied that uh, companies who withhold pay from labor will soon find there's not enough money in the labor force for the goods and services that they provide. The other side of that coin somewhat is emerging in motorsports marketplace right now. Programming is disappearing behind paywalls. The argument is the industry needs more money to sustain itself. But the key corner of any industry triangle is audience. And if audience can no longer afford the product, where's the industry go then? Now I can hear the shrieks now. The problems in Hollywood are the fault of unions who are demanding something for nothing. In Hollywood, producers say they're taking the monetary risk so they should benefit from the monetary harvest. But in racing, if producers don't have an audience to sell to sponsors, there's no industry. The uh, no audience, no product, no product, no sales, no sales, no industry. Are softer paywalls the answer in racing? I don't think so. Secretary Wright is correct. We're in this together. Peace. Your,
4: your Statman Scat brought to you by General Tire. GeneralTire.com is a fantastic website. Or go to our website, SpeedFreaks.tv. And hit the General Tire link. They'll take you to GeneralTire.com, and you'll find where you can get some fantastic tires for your ride this summer, man. If you're traveling across the country, you're, you're going to run across all kinds of weather, whether it's a deluge or 130 degrees in Death Valley. Bam! Make sure you have a set of General Tires. Suave, all good, buddy? Did the, did the Lucas all Oh, we side? good.
5: We good. It done
7: blowed Just up. Continue on. Continue on.
4: Oh. The heat strikes again. <laughs> Right now, outside of our door, it's 100. It's
12: not that bad, actually. (laughs) We've
4: got a cool wave coming through. It's 106 right now at uh, 832 Pacific time here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, When it gets
3: out of the one teens, then it's like, oh, we can do. We got this.
4: What I like to – I've been watching Richie, and the way he's been sitting, it's been fantastic. He's got his arm (laughs) back here like, yeah, it's hot. I'm just going to sit back here on TV and just (laughs) – <laughs> it's the
5: millennial way. Yeah. you know? gotta act like a dealer,
4: a little blackjack dealer, and watch people roll the dice. <laughs> it is hot. six eight ten,
3: six uh, eight ten. What six eight ten? Six
4: eight nine.
3: <laughs> That's what I meant. Because of course you can't roll a ten. Oh my god! You can roll a ten. As you can two fives. Yes, you can.
4: You just there's better odds that you can get a nine. Oh my
3: god! Copy that. Yay. Yay.
4: it's the heat. It's. It, <laughs> <I just laughs> take those rabbit holes. Yeah. Hey, that's my money. <laughs> True. Statman, I teach a stat man how to win some money on a on a craps table one night. He's winning some money, then all of a sudden they took his money away. <laughs> Statman, <laughs> it's my money.
3: <laughs> Wait a minute.
4: The stat, stat man on the, on the shoulder. This is Vegas.
6: This, this isn't your pain. Yeah, you know. I got the I got the the uh, casino to laugh, you know. They all laughed at me, you know. That everything works.
4: Oh, freak nation! That's what happens when NASCAR moves their race allegedly to tomorrow. Uh, yeah. One of our guests is still, still circulating the planet, circulating the planet right now in his jet, and uh, we've uh, we've defied the odds and put on a show for the last. Almost two hours for the Freak Radio Network and for yeah. MAV-TV.
6: Cameras falling down and signs falling down and the crap table falling down, yeah. ice falling down. All the heat. It's only 72 right now in Columbus. Thank you. you. I'm falling 72.
3: Yeah, we left Denver this morning and it was 60 degrees. And then we came back to Phoenix at almost 120. We almost doubled our temperature in just a few hours. Wonderful.
4: First world problems freak nation.
3: Oh. <laughs> we
4: get to we get to sit around for two hours to talk motorsports. Valid. But spend Valid. half of it bitching and moaning about how hot it is. <laughs> when when point. funny car drivers, top drag racers will sit drag boat pilots yeah. will sit in a freaking fire suit in that cocoon waiting on an oil down or a wreck on the liquid quarter mile for thirty or forty five minutes. Yet Crasher and I in shorts.
3: <laughs> right. We are in shorts. We'll still With the fan blowing on us. Mm-hmm.
6: Hey, wait a minute! Now we're talking about this y- yesterday or when it Friday. It was almost ninety degrees. I'm in the car, windows up, air conditioning. Right. I'm shorts, t-shirt. I'm done. I see a lady walking down the street, full-length jeans, a oh. jacket, whoa, and braids down to her butt. Now she had to be hot she had to be miserable but she was striding down the street pulling it off hot or high well (laughs) that that's to be debated i don't know what she was but she wasn't carrying a suitcase so she wasn't homeless i mean she left home looking for who knows what in 90 degree heat dressed like she was going to a freezer you know i mean
3: there's a hashtag for some of our future shows. Right. Guess this person hot, high, or homeless? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying.
6: That's funny, but that's
3: hilarious. <laughs> it's
4: been nice knowing you, Mav TV. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, we got the segment sponsored. So you never know. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored, <laughs> by <hot.
6: laughs> that's sponsored by Hot. Sponsored
3: by Fire.
9: fire.
4: Listen, cannabis is legal in about half the country, man. We get some c- cannabis yeah. sponsor.
6: Right? That, that, you're not going to believe this, but she was walking next to a cannabis store. See, in Columbus, for real. Can you get freaking and weed? Scene. Weed in Columbus now? Oh yeah, dude, you can get weed whenever wow. you <laughs> Legally, man. Legally, can you? Yeah, I mean it's medical medical cannabis, but yeah, you can get. <laughs> You can get weed wherever you want
4: Medical? I'm winking for radio. (laughs) Medical?
6: Yeah, hey, you know, you get the card, you can handle it.
4: Crasher, you got about uh, two minutes of pit news and (laughs) notes in you? (laughs) Sir. Crash Gladys pit news and notes brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find the product to keep all of your rides uh, fat and happy.
3: All right, guys, Jet Lawrence is toying with us, isn't he? In motocross in minnesota he did it again sweeping both motos and taking the overall win now seven times seven consecutive week well race weekends this season he's toying with us he has to be this is just unfathomable what's going on so to add insult to injury hunter lawrence dominated the 250s swept both motos and if we're gonna gonna use that term sweep which i've already used twice the hunter the, excuse me, the Lawrence brothers swept the weekend. Won all four motos. That's it. That was motocross, and that's the fifth time they've done that this season.
4: Richie, take your chiron off second. I'm going to go to a four-shot. Follow Ricky Carmichael, Okay. James Stewart, listen to some of their takes, some of their videos on what Jet is doing. And I, we weren't too far off on are we watching another phenom in the making
3: oh wow so they're that. saying that his predecessors something are similar saying that. yes interesting
4: all right sorry go
13: ahead
3: all right also in minnesota the championship off-road racing series in the pro fours yep cj greaves and rj anderson and then the pro twos johnny holker and Corey Winter. loads of other series racing in core so check out their website for all the results nascar suffered much of the weather issues that many of us had over the weekend. John Hunter Nemechek, however, had clean conditions and took advantage and completely sealed the deal on the Xfinity side of things. The cup race, like we've talked about a couple of times, has been postponed until, fingers crossed, noon Eastern time tomorrow. IndyCar had rain off and on north of the border in Toronto, but the race was near perfect conditions until the latter half of the pack decided that on lap one, they just want to park things. Just done, park, make everybody else take an off ramp. Regardless, showing his strength all weekend with sophomore driver Christian Lundgaard, and he carried his momentum through to the race, making things pretty interesting with he and Alex below. His first win in IndyCar and the first for his team owners, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan in about three years. NHRA raced their final mile high nationals in Denver, Colorado, specifically Morrison, and they did so with three sold out days of awesomeness. Making this even more impressive was the fact that Denver was also hosting two. Taylor Swift concerts, an entire Rockies-Yankees series, and additional concerts at, what, Red Rocks right next door to the track. Very impressive. Clay Milliken, your winner in top fuel. Matt Hagen, Funny Car, Troy Coughlin Jr., Pro Stock, Gage Herrera in Pro Stock Motorcycle. The final Mile High Nats winners.
4: Freak Nation, if you missed it the first hour, we'll highlight Kenny Bernstein, six-time NHRA champion, and what he did over the weekend. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed
2: Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
5: From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works.
0: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
9: The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway is not just a race, it's a spectacle. It's time to mark your calendar. Saturday, August 26th, and Sunday, August 27th. 2023 is bigger and better than ever before. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. Go to www.raceway.com now because the first deal is the best deal.
11: The weekend
10: racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaps the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
0: General Tire delivers. Are you
7: worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations. And their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call
12: right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the labs at
5: Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works.
2: Motorsports Radio, Redefined.
4: Kenny, Bernst- Kenny Bernstein retired many years ago, then got back in the seat crasher. The actual years when that happened?
3: Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I believe, was that when Brandon Birdstein, his son, of course, Mm
9: -hmm.
3: our man with Lucas Oil right now, he was injured halfway through the season, I believe. So he had a couple of wins. I remember him winning at Phoenix. And then, yes, Kenny stepped as if nothing had changed for Kenny. He stepped right in the cockpit and went on to just crush things, winning the final four races of the season. I believe that was 2003.
4: But it's been a minute since Kenny Bernstein's been in the seat, the king of speed, the first driver
6: to hit 300 miles per hour. He retired in 11, and it was 07 when he came back and drove funny cars. Right,
3: right, right. So he did, Uh, yeah, so he— he got in Brandon's right. seat after Brandon took over in the, the Budweiser rail. But then, yes, he came back and did Funny Car for Monster Energy on the side. Right. And then his whole Funny Car with himself and Top Fuel with Brandon, They 2009 was the last year of their Budweiser deal. And then they had Copart for two years. And after that second year with Copart, that's when Kenny Bernstein officially, officially retired.
4: One of the yeah. top five drivers of all time, I believe that's what they said. What is either is he top five or top six? He just was moved six.
3: down to seven. Six. Antron passed oh, no, 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 him. No, no, no. Last I'm talking year. about when
4: they voted. Oh, got, 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 it, got f- it. He was six. He six, was, six. six he was six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when they vo- voted for the t- when NHRA turned fifty, our first year, <laughs> right. they voted for the top fifty drivers, yeah. and Kenny Bernstein came in at six. Don Garlitz was number one, but that was when John Forrest, I believe, was sitting at either 10 or 11 championships. John Forrest came in at number two at the time. But I'm not, listen, I'm not disregarding what Don Garlitz has contributed to drag racing and and the gnarliness that he has meant to the series. But we caught up with Kenny Bernstein as he sat in the cockpit of Antron Brown's top fuel dragster. Friday afternoon at the Mile High Nationals, one of Kenny Bernstein's favorite places ever. It's where he met his wife, Cheryl, and 42 years ago, 23 years of that, being married. So what does he do? He comes back, sits in the seat, cranks up Anton Brown's top-fueled rackster, warms that bad boy up, and uh, made a whole lot of noise, not, ne- not just with the 10,000 horsepower or whatever the hell they're claiming now, but just the fact that uh, the King of Speed got back in the seat. Here's a few minutes with the King of Speed. Pete Fix Pitts and the Lucas Oil Studios. So, Kenny, I got emotional for a completely different reason. One, it was awesome to see you in the car. But two, it took me back 50 years of my dad taking me to Dallas International Speedway, Green Valley, watching the Chelsea King light up a funny car. And here I am. It's 60 years old going, my God,
13: what is going on? Just a matter what I was thinking. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I can't say enough for Antron and that group over there. They're wonderful. He's a sweetheart. Uh, obviously, uh, Lucas Oil for putting it together with Brandon. So it was neat. It's fun. I had a blast.
4: You got in the seat, and they say things like that are like riding a bike. Have things advanced so much for you, or is it still... <clears throat>
13: You won't believe it, but that cockpit is exactly the way mine was for my whole entire career. The fuel shut shutoff was in the exact right spot. The clutch was perfect. The accelerator, if I had to use it, was perfect. The brake handle was exactly where it was. Wow. The parachute releases were where I was all the time. The seat felt just as comfortable as mine. I felt really snug and good. I mean, I just said that myself. I said, man, this is like home. I'm back home. That's what it was. Nothing was changed at all, identically the same.
8: So when Antron was explaining some things to you, you guys were leaning over looking in the cockpit, it looked like his hands were so busy, like he was telling you something new, but no?
13: No, not really at all. The only thing that was new was that when I trimmed the fuel shut, fuel shut off, off or back down to not have so much fuel going through it when it first started up, We did in those days I didn't look and read a, 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 a computer. I just did by feeling, yeah. and then Armstrong would out his head like this. But they got a deal there, and they go to 90 pounds of fuel pressure, so you just move it to 90 pounds, and that's it. There was a piece of cake. Did
8: that, besides bring back memories, did it bring back any sort of, oh, I could go one more, maybe the U.S. Nationals?
13: <laughs> of course it did. You know that. <laughs> I've thought that for the last two or three days, to really? be honest about it. Yeah, well, you know, when you get up to this age and you quit for a long time, you think about how much fun it was, how much you enjoyed it. The competition, driving cars fast and winning, and those don't ever go away if they're in your body and you've had them, if you've had that success at times. And no matter how old you are or what you are, unless you're just incapacitated that you couldn't do it, yeah. you have those thoughts. I can still do that. How Do I know if I could? Hell, I don't know. We'd go out there and find out. That's I could tell you. I might hit the throttle and shut it right off.
4: <laughs> if you weren't a drag racer, can you compare your body to where it is now versus a... A dude that spent decades in a race car, meaning some of the wear and tear from driving a car for decades?
13: Well, I tell you what, I got beat up pretty good in those years. I've had nine surgeries. I've had four, four and both, both shoulders and a back surgery. And so all that came from being in that race car all those years. And the early years when we had no good seats, we had no good equipment, we just put me a trash can in there, I'm going to drive it, oh, right. <laughs> almost, you know, we weren't form fitted or anything in the day, in fact, we form fitted the first seat up in Brainerd, I got in there, I hurt my back trying to get in the car and get out, I couldn't get out of the car after the run, my back hurt so bad, Armstrong went down to the local place that sells boats, got that foam stuff, I put my suit on, he poured it down in behind me to fill in the voids that we didn't have, And that's, that's, that's it came so far, that thing felt like a piece of Cadillac right there, buddy.
4: Oh how much would where we are now would have extended your career
13: just the seat alone probably would have a lot because those surgeries are they're hard on you no matter what when you do nine surgeries it's a tough deal the back one was the worst the hardest to heal over i think if we would had those seats in the beginning and all that we certainly, and the cars would have been built stronger with better roll cages. We wouldn't have lost so many people. It's just that simple. Today, they're really, really ro- rocket ships, and they have to be the way they are, and they're wonderful. And when I quit, they were good. This is even better.
8: Yeah. Were you a fan at the beginning when the Canopy came on? Clearly now we all are like, yes, like you just said, the yeah. cars are built the way they yeah. need to be. Yeah. But at the beginning, was that a little tough for you? I, as a fan, it was a little tough for me.
13: Yeah, I never had a real problem with it at all. I thought I thought it was would, would be okay. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted it or not because our, our windshield was so high. But then there's an advantage to having the canopy for the air going to that supercharger too. So they, they picked up on that pretty quick. So I would have liked to driven one like that. I think it would be really cool. I think... Brand, I asked Antron, I said, I bet it's really quiet in here, isn't it? Because when you sit in front of the motor going down there, you you don't have much noise. It's all behind you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it really is. He said, it's quiet as can be. You wouldn't even believe it. You don't even know, realize you're going that fast. And that, I can understand that because it's really neat. Yeah.
4: What about the mindset now versus when you were lighting up at the...
13: I don't think the mindset has changed that if if I really wanted to get in there and and he said get in it, if I really wanted to, I'd do it. You know, my mindset wouldn't have to work on that too hard. I got some other issues I'd have to deal with. I wonder how much pain I'm going to be in in certain areas of my body. But, uh, you know, and then you got to say, you got to be honest with yourself and say, is it really worth it to go make one run? What if something drastic happens? You come out and God forbid you become crippled or something. I mean, is it really worth that? And the answer to that is no, it's not. But on the other side, yes, it is.
4: Right. <laughs> what do you expect from a racer?
3: I know. No, right? it's not worth it. Yes, it is worth it. What's fantastic
4: about this show, and we've got, gosh, two minutes here. Sorry, guys, is Statman was watching Kenny Bernstein from another one perspective, meaning older than me, but I was watching it from a 10, 12 year old. Statman is a 20 something. Was <laughs> Kenny Bernstein, was he one of the guys that you paid particular attention to in drag racing in, in your 20s?
6: No, my dude was uh, Don Perdome, obviously. Hmm. and yep. uh, uh, Tom McEwen, because he raced against Don Perdome. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I tell Kenny. And,
6: and Shirley Muldowney. I had Ooh, several Shirley Muldowney t shirts. In fact, the first time I met her, the station I worked at, I had to fight the urge just to, you know, get an autograph. But we, you know, sat and talked for a while. But, yeah, those are my, those are my people, Prudhomme and Old Downey
3: I told Kenny, I did not know drag racing. I was so engulfed in IndyCar and NASCAR. I did not know drag racing until he eclipsed 300 miles an hour. And that was in 92, and then that was right before he brought... Three guys, Al Senior, Roberto Guerrero, and gosh, was it Jim Crawford? To the Indy 500 that May. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, who is this guy? Did a little bit of research. Went to the U.S. Nationals that year in 92 for my first time ever. Hooked ever since. Kenny Bernstein got me into drag racing. That man, that year. Woo, what a year.
4: Freak Nation, we will do it again next week. And we're going to find a cooler spot to where things don't explode (laughs) on our set. (laughs) Thank you guys for hanging around and being a part of this big old thing, the Freak Radio Network, including SiriusXM and affiliates across the country. And, again, our friends on MAV-TV. Kyle Kirkwood, sorry about that. We'll get to you next week. I promise. Until then, shoot the juice to the moose. And, uh, Statman, cut it loose. See ya. (laughs) Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio,
5: redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works.
0: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
8: You don't need to lose your home to
3: foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick
8: Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today.
12: 800 788 1495 That's 800-788-1495
1: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
3: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
1: Hey look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill,
0: but I was out of options.
3: I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through.
1: This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone.
3: You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help.
1: It's time. I
12: can do this.
3: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
12: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508, 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.